Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sex with Asia, tell us your ways. Oh, I mean, you just gotta lock that door. You know, if you hear him knocking, just say, it's in a minute. <laughs> so are you enjoying COVID sex? Um, I mean, I enjoy sex anytime yeah. it comes so my way. So do you way. think y'all are having more sex now, like because of COVID, because you're home all the time? Like, is it more? Like it's happening uh, more because you're home more? I don't know. See, if we don't do the quickie, the nighttime now has gotten tricky. <laughs> I swear the line was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress, he should have known right there. He walked over like, you the shorty, I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job, we need to get clocked in. She next level, eyes full of pride, she won't settle. No breaks, so she hit the road, foot to the pedal. No days off, I mean, that's often offensive. She like the ball, like the park with the fences. Yeah, so her lifestyle get awfully expensive. She might dismiss it, but it's hard to resist her. Cause she's a boss. Um, but first, I want to ask, vaccine or no vaccine, COVID-19? Okay, I was a hard no in the beginning, but I actually have an appointment this weekend. Like, really? I, I want my life back. I really want my what? life back. Illuminati, how you get on the list? <laughs> Who did you pay? If I say, I might incriminate myself, so I'm not going to say, but... I got an appointment on Saturday. Okay, girl. Send the link this Send way. your contact, okay? <laughs> I got somebody for you, girl. You got somebody too? Vaccine or no vaccine? No vaccine for me. No vaccine. I'm cool. I'll get it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to wait as long as I can to see. I'm going to see if you get any side effects. Let me know if you get anything. Only, only way I'm going to get it is if they tell me I can't travel. Right. And I'm not be like, oh. Yeah, I, like, I'm not pressed to get it, but I do want to get it at some point. I feel like they went and take the all like the doctors out. Like there's no way we gonna live without. We, we missed that round of uh, shots though that they gave to doctors. So it's a different dose. It's a different batch now. Ooh, yeah. conspiracy theories. No, I do have one. I do I'm, have I'm gonna trust in God what this round and here? know that He ain't gonna take but me out like this. But I do believe in science. I do believe in science, and science is amazing. So, but I just, I don't take the flu shot. Is this Kiafa versus science? No, I'm kidding. No, no, no I'm, not, I'm not versus science. But this science. is something that we ain't never experienced. But this, like, this medicine that they're putting this vaccine is not new. This is medicine that they've been working on for a long time. It's just new to people that don't know about it. It's used for cancer patients. The medicine that they're doing. Yeah, so I, I will not be taking it. I don't. I don't and why not? For a lot of different reasons. So I did research on it because it's my mom... She is over 70. And so her and I go back to back and we just go through kind of like the research. So she's taking doctors. it or no? She's not doing it. And I don't think it's something that I would want to do nor give to my children. I don't think there's enough research on it. Um, and it's not even an accurate definition. Like it's not a vaccine. A vaccine prevents transmission and builds immunity. This, I guess, gene therapy is what it actually is, does not build any immunity whatsoever. So for me, it's like, so then what is the point of taking it? And if it's not a vaccine, then um, vaccines are the only things that are pretty much 
safe from being sued for any, any litigation. And so for me, it's, that's a hard no. I feel like it's 50-50. If I don't take it, I run the risk of dying. If I do take it, I still might run, run the risk, the risk of, dying. of dying. It's not so, the, but I don't know if that's actually true. So like the numbers are, yes, I mean, and I'm not like a conspiracy theorist and I don't know everything, but um, the actual percentages of people who pass away from COVID-19 is very low. It's 3% of the U.S. population, which seems a whole lot bigger when you look at the numbers on TV. Um, but it's not like it's a there's a ninety nine point eight um, success rate or like what's it called when you survive survival rate of COVID-19 all the way up to age like 70. And then it's ninety five after 70. So what do you think about people with like um, high risk? That's different. That's different. I think so my mom's a two time cancer survivor and then she's in her 60s. She just actually took the vaccine, which yeah. is kind of making me want to take the vaccine so that I can be safe around her. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, that makes more sense. But I'm not opposed to people taking it. I feel like, you know, you have to do what you feel is safe for you and your family. Yeah. Well, I never took vaccines except for the ones my mom gave me. My kids take the normal vaccines, yeah. but like flu shots and stuff, I don't take it because I know you're injecting me with the flu and I don't want you injecting me with anything. But right. since this vaccine wasn't actually injecting you with COVID, I was kind of more so like, all right, I'll, I'll go ahead and take it, especially if it's going to give me my life back. Yeah. Well, I think that's the kind of like the rush to it is like people are so excited. Like, I mean, I want my life back, too. And you want to travel and stop wearing a mask. And like, it's just it's so uncomfortable. And it's just it's a mess. Like, it's just it's horrible. Right? Stressing our kids out. So did y'all get COVID? I did not get COVID. My husband got COVID. My kids did not. Um, I So there's like a theory going around that if you're O positive blood type, that it's harder for you to contract it and your symptoms With would symptoms be are less. less. Yeah. I've been around at Is least seven to eight o people. Positive? Mm -hmm. okay. And I haven't gotten it yet, thank God. I haven't. I'm not saying that I'm immune to it or whatever, but I have never gotten it. So. Oh, you got that good blood, too. <laughs> well, yeah. She does, yeah. yeah. So if I need some, I'm going to call you. Michi, I need a blood transfusion. Has it how, Did you get the antibody test? No, I didn't. But I feel like after Super Bowl, you know, we came back home and we were sick. And then during that time, they weren't taking, you know, oh. testing during that time. But a lot of us that were here in Miami during Super Bowl came back and were, like, sick. And Antonio never gets sick, and so he was running a fever for like three days. That sounds like COVID. Yeah, it does. You yeah. should take the antibody test. But I don't know if it will show now because yeah, I, think I think it only shows it only for a like certain 90 days yeah, or something like period of time. So many unknowns. Yeah. Have you guys so gotten COVID? Have you gotten COVID? Not that I'm aware of. Um, like New Year's Eve, I had a big New Year's Eve party, and it was, we all got sick afterwards. I don't know if it was COVID or just a regular cold, but like 20 people that attended the party was, was sick. Yeah. Was okay. I at that party? Yeah, you was at that <laughs> party. Was you, I think you was at that party, too. And I was by you at Super Bowl, so maybe I got it from you. I didn't get sick either, but a lot of my people who came to the party, my kids were sick. Yeah, it was funny. We were in L.A. for a couple of months, and 
Me and Mike were both sick, and Mike got tested every other day. I'm like, you got COVID. He got hiccups. I'm like, that's, I'm Google Mike, that's a sign of COVID. But it kept coming back negative. And my sister, who's a nurse, she's like, yeah, but you do know there's such a thing as flu. Y'all can have a common cold. I'm like, oh, yeah, this does make sense. Stop getting that man tested. He don't have COVID. But a lot of people didn't get the common colds or the flu this year. Like, my kids suffer from allergies. And they didn't get anything. Like, they weren't sick at all. That's because they wasn't going nowhere. And we're in a mask. Allergies just out. And we were sanitized. We did a lot more safety precautions this year. I got a cold. (laughs) I got a cold while I was taking care of Brandon, who had COVID. So I thought I had COVID when he had COVID. I did not. (laughs) The stress of the situation. Mm -hmm. So what about the the kids? Like, I know we want our kids back in school. I mean, I would be great. Um, But it's difficult now because now you have to weigh like the pros and the cons. I personally don't necessarily feel like because of the research and the studies that I've read, I don't necessarily feel like it's as big of a threat as we initially thought it was Mm -hmm. um, a year ago. So all of the research and all of everything that I've read up on it makes me feel now that, okay, it's very, very similar to the flu. Um, So I think it's time for kids to go back to school. What do you think about how, what that dynamic is now? Like, I say COVID babies. And the reason why I say that is because this generation of children, my little babies, though, every time I leave the house, he, like, go to the bathroom, cries. Because I'm always home. He always sees me. And I feel like that is, like, like how it was the baby boomers, and now it's COVID babies. So you have young kids. How has that impacted their life. My kids are over it. I mean, my kids want to get out. They beg me every single day. Can I go to school? Can I go to school? Can I go to school? And since I'm getting this shot, because I really wasn't concerned about them. I was more so concerned about them getting it and then giving it to us and us not being able, you know, to like survive it. But now that I'm going to go ahead and get this shot, they're going back to school within the next two weeks. And I (laughs) thank you, Jesus. I'm happy because I mean, I feel like I've with the little ones, I haven't been able to give them as much attention as I did the older ones yeah. because I've been concentrating on the older ones who are in school. You know, I got a high school student, 11th grade. I got a fifth grader and a fourth grader. So, you know, I have to concentrate on them. I'm not able to do ABCs and sight words and stuff. Cause I'm like, y'all going to have to just catch up later. Like, yeah. it is what it is right now. And so I've like haven't put in the amount of time with the little ones because I feel like I can catch back up. But the older ones, you know, I'm like, well, does she still have to take her SAT? Like, are they still taking standardized tests in school? Like, what does this mean for them now? Wow, that's a lot. I don't even have, like, this. I got the six-year-olds and then the two-year-old, but I feel bad because my my six-year-olds were potty trained by two and my two-year-old's, like, he is bam bam. Same. Like, my two year old, I'm like, I'm a little behind on him. What happened? Like, what did I do? What did I miss? It's those boys. Um, it's the boys. It's the boys. But also, I think it is like kind of the situation and of the times. Like, right now, it's really difficult to like give that attention mm-hmm. to detail and be able to like I agree. do all of the things that I did with my other two. I don't know. I feel like this time has been like a blessing. Like, I don't want my kids to go back to school right now. Like, I like having my kids at home with me. And I also like the fact that I don't have to wake up at 6.30 in the morning <laughs> and take them to school. That's, that's facts. 
<laughs> but no, I mean, I like having my kids around. I just do. I, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of what that Parkland shooting was scary stuff. Scary stuff happens at school. So to have my kids close to me every day is a blessing. But I also know that um, I'm not going to say which child, but one of my kids need to go back to school desperately because she is lacking a social life. And it, it's really affecting her. And yeah. I see it now, you know, as selfish as I want to be, like not waking up at 630 in the morning. She needs social interaction. And it's quite scary to see how this pandemic has affected her. And um, yeah, she's going back to school in September immediately. <laughs> but I mean, it's the social interaction and then also just like just routine. And let me tell you another thing that I also noticed and I learned from I put my my three year old in speech, um, speech therapy because you don't really notice you have to pay attention to somebody's mouth to learn how to speak. And a child is not seeing everybody's mouth now that it's covered with, with a mask. So children's speech processes are delayed. And it's not even because they have autism or another, you know, um, defect that's learned that's stopping them from learning how to speak. It's because they're not seeing people's mouths move. So it's so many things that are affecting us with this pandemic that we just. How has it affected like home life? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've to Key's point, like not having to wake up at 6 a.m. and take the kids to school. They get to like wake up at 7:45 and watch a little TV, have a little breakfast, and you know we get them set up. And the baby takes like his first, you know, morning nap, and then we sneak off to the bedroom and lock the door and get to it. Like, <laughs> really? Wait a minute! I didn't know we were going there. They're on their laptop, you know, they're on their iPad. The teacher breaks, what's that noise? <laughs> they locked it, we closed the door. We I need to know. Lock it mm -hmm. and get our little morning, you know. You get your morning sessions in, huh? Morning quickie in, yep. I lock the door too, make sure. We, I, we gonna come back to that. We gonna come back to that. I'm the only one here with six kids, so I am over it. Like, my kids went on spring break and the f they never went back. Like they. <laughs> It is time for them to go. It's time for them to go back. Like, this is bullshit. I don't care who, who did it. I don't care where it came from. But I am done, done, and done. Like, take your ass back to school. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you stand on the table. I don't care if you throw a book. I don't care if you read a book. My, ki <laughs> My kids have turned into literally, like, I don't care how long they're on that iPad. I really don't care. Like, I just, I'm to that point where, like, as long as I don't have to interact with you for just this moment, if you don't say mommy, you, like, Sarah, it's just like, thank you, Jesus. Way. I'm sorry. I don't know. This is not, like, the stay-at-home mom situation that I signed up for. <laughs> you know, I wanted to drop them off, pick them back up around 2.30, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, for and me. And the thing about it is we're yeah. stay-at-home moms, some of us. I know some of you guys, like, work hard every day. Stay at home mom and a working mom in yeah. the same sentence. Yeah. But I mean, I'm used to, you know, the drop off. Let yeah. me go get my lashes done. Yes. Let me go do some Having relaxation. Time. Let me go to the grocery store, prepare for dinner, you know. But like, they at home all day. They eat all day. Dinner, snack, snack, snack. Like, I'm like, bruh, no, you just had breakfast. How are you asking <laughs> for a snack? Like, what are you doing? I don't understand. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. But I will say that my oldest is doing really well with like homeschooling and I don't think that we would have 
realize that that's what he needed if it hadn't been for COVID. So I'm happy, you know, with that situation. But other than that, I need my two year old. He needs, he needs, he needs to go somewhere. We need a, I need a break. The twins were in school when they, well, they were in Montessori school when they were two. So I was kind of like, but, but having twins and like, thank God we're able to homeschool too. Um, but homeschool situation is not. So you actually homeschool? No, oh, you mean I, that's school. not how I was no, built. I, I am not. I'm. That yeah. is. Yeah. So uh, there's a retired teacher. She comes. Um, it's my best friend's mom, um, who also is a speech pathologist. But so she comes and um, teaches the kids four days a week in the morning for three hours. Is it three hours. Yeah, three hours. Um, and but they're twins, so they just like. It, I, they are so tired of each other that I, I literally have to like sometimes sit on the stairs to make sure that they're not fighting with each other. And it's, I'm literally like in like a circus. Like there's, there's stuff flying everywhere. Like my daughter came out this morning in heels to school. <laughs> I kid you not, furry pink heels. She walked out and I was like, what? What is happening? Like, like, I'm not gonna lie, like my whole routine, like they don't have this bedtime routine anymore. Oh, yeah. like, no such thing as bedtime. They bed whenever they wake up. If I if my son wants to sleep till noon, I'm like, Shh. it doesn't matter. <laughs> my baby, oh my god, he is the biggest blocker. We had a routine. I was I was one of those moms though. Like eight o'clock, they're asleep. You know, eight o'clock, they're awake. Breakfast, like you know everything. But now I'm like, shit. He's still asleep. I'm still asleep. Mine don't sleep. Mine are up at seven o'clock in the morning. Sometimes six thirty in the morning, they're up. And what time they go to bed? Eight o'clock. But but so. Brandon, How did you stick to the schedule? To put them to bed. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. Lights off. Sound machine on. I was like that with, yeah, before, but now with COVID, it's like whenever they go down, they go down. Whenever they get up, they get up. Whenever we eat That's dinner, we eat dinner. Whenever, like, it's just whatever goes, whenever it goes. Because anytime I try to stick to a routine, I just stress myself out. Absolutely. And I can't do that. Like, I just got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Just let it go. Let it flow. We might die. Who knows? Let's live life. Yeah. But, okay, to Asia's point, Okay, she got this schedule, and you got free time during the day because your kids are well mannered. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Sit in front of the computer. Okay, my six-year-olds are not sitting in front of a computer for three hours and not bothering me. So yeah, the fact that you actually can have intimacy is a shocker to me. So please, we living through you, girl. But because they go to sleep so late. Yeah. So I'm trying to get them to bed and, you know, it's 1030, it's 11, so I can't stick to I mean, bed. if y'all are getting it in in the morning, I feel like y'all could probably figure it out for the night. Yeah, and I mean, it just as long as you get one in a day, you then know, you're I think you're all right. I'm yeah. tired of COVID sex. Not like sex, but just COVID sex. What's like, COVID sex? It's just being at home. Like, you know what I mean? Before, we would go places. Oh, so like, where was y'all having sex at? Anywhere, <laughs> just in the car on the way home from dinner, anywhere. Like, it was just more fun. Like, now it's just like... 
the kids went to sleep. Let's, you know what I mean? Like we're in the same bed, and I'm just like, hey, yeah, we did this. The so other you need day. another environment. I need another environment. Y'all yeah, gonna say go to a hotel or something real quick? Vacation. I mean, now the I thing is like this weekend to do it while the kids is there. Like, ooh, let's see if we could get it in real quick while the kids is over there. So yeah, see, that's yeah. the excitement it's, right there. It's a little tricky too because in my mind I have this thought like them walking in and like seeing us and then scarring them for life. So I don't want to do that, you know. Oh, but our then kids I, know. They'd be like, "What were you doing?" Really. <laughs> I, yeah, they kids know. You, they don't know. think that your kids don't know. Six, seven, eight, they know. Yes, they know. I'm not ready for that. No. You don't think they do, but they do. My, my kids are teenagers. My seven-year-old asked me, she's like, are y'all doing the grown-up? They know. They know. Yeah, see, my kids haven't said that yet. You know, I don't think my son knows. I don't think they know yet. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for them to know. I need them to not know. I told them I had a C-section. You know, I didn't. I had a natural birth, but they didn't even know, like, how they... Because I wanted to, you better you know, tell them that you had to bust it open if right. they came out that thing. You better, Mama's stuff was open. Yes. I, I, didn't understand, I didn't know how to explain to them, like, where the baby comes from. So oh I just said, well, God. you know, oh, they cut the baby out. So they, you know, they think, oh, the baby gets cut out. You know? Well, if they're seven, I think it's the prime time to start explaining those things. Because their friends at school, once they go back, they already know. See, I mean, we've been... We've been in quarantine for a year, so I think this, you know, when they go back, they're going back on Monday. You know. All right, I'm still interested in this. I need to understand. So how are you keeping the excitement and everything alive? Because I can tell you right now, quarantine and COVID and work and all of this is boring as hell. Like, it well, is I think you need to find your time what works for you. See, you're at House of Athlete late night doing boxes. You need to call Brandon and tell him to meet you at the gym and y'all need to... How about a box with some little lingerie on, girl? The intimacy and the excitement. You have to find the time. Well, one, I don't say no. I've learned that. Like, I don't say no. If he wants it, he gets it. I can be tired, he's still gonna get it. So, I mean... You know, my grandma said that to me when I first got married and I felt like, okay, I hear what you're saying, right? But it's like... I also need to make sure that, you know, like you feel good, you're in the mood, and that I come first. Ooh. You know, like <laughs> that whole crock pot situation. I feel like as women, like we need to make sure that we are satisfied first because they're always gonna be satisfied, period. You know, so it's yeah. like just, it, it's, I feel like it's better for all the parties involved if, <laughs> yeah. if we're satisfied if I first. first. <laughs> I, I, feel like I do. I may not be in the mood. But then afterwards, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that I engaged in this activity with right. you because that was, like, amazing. And I didn't know I needed that. Yeah. Like, just that relief is just like, oh, yeah, Jesus. Right. Like, But I yeah. feel like you need to find the time and you need to text him, like, you know, you giving out good night. What y'all, you oh. know, what you got going on? You know, like, just ask him, <laughs> what, what you doing? <laughs> I'm not used to hearing you talk about your food. What's happening? What's happening? be pursued too you know yeah, i feel like i feel like channing's always like you know what's up what are we doing tonight you know i'm at the back door tonight like what's up but yeah. it's like sometimes it's good for them to hear us so do you wear like lingerie and you role play and all that good stuff i like a little excitement you know i think that's good no you got all the lingerie so how, what is it like over there because you got it all listen right uh that is for the instagram like <laughs> phil don't he's not into the lingerie no but he like he like um vagina. No, he, absolutely. <laughs> but 
Oh, he doesn't need you to he dress it up. He doesn't need, yeah. He's yeah. ripping it off like it doesn't, like it's don't worth stay the time. Alone. Yeah, he like it's, so. he, yeah. I feel like it's a waste. So it's But, you really know, I feel like, you know, I'm I'm a nudist and, you know, in my natural. Asia is very, I'm like, look, this is, Asia is very comfortable talking about sex. I do, I, I love sex. I mean, I think it's, it's great. But, yeah. I mean, I'm a nudist. Uh -huh. So I feel like, does he ever get tired of you just being nude? Do you feel like you need to dress it up? Would you no, like to dress it up? No, I mean, honestly, I like putting on the lingerie, but I don't think he really cares about it. Like, I really feel like he's just ready to get to it. Like, just be, like, oiled down, maybe, if anything. Like, you know, but, like, no, he's not really in to the lingerie like it doesn't it's not necessary like if I do it it's a plus like oh okay that's cute but it's like a waste because it's often like two seconds you know I mean I guess that's the point too but no I yeah. think he's like just into the skin and just so when you're like when you're taking your pictures for you know for Savage is yeah. is he like is he back there taking the pictures for you or sometimes yeah sometimes he does but I mean I feel like that's a cool little role play scenario right. Right. that's a spark right there did you be looking sexy there too yeah. like, you know um, after we leave here he's meeting me at the new house and Ooh, we're yes. taking pictures oh, oh good that's yes, definitely that's a thing yes, it's now, definitely. See, I think my husband would like the sexiness but I can't be sexy like as soon as I try to do it I'm like laughing like I'm just the goofball well He's that's like, okay why would you stop laughing I'm like because this shit is funny like you know I'm over here like, hey it doesn't work I mean but that's like that's that. cute too that's sexy like that too, too though yeah I feel like weird is you know weird is like a love language too between us you know like I you got all the jewels for sex right why you think I said sex with Asia okay <laughs> But no, I think it's cool to like be be goofy. So you gotta how, be. How how many times a week should we have sex, Asia? Um. Oh my goodness. I'm Wait, cool every other day. Okay. Every other day, every other other day. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. You know, healthy. Just keep the it keeps the emotional connection there, mm -hmm. the intimate connection. I think that's important. Girl, so are y'all like having rough sex and stuff like that? Y'all choking each other? I mean, I like very like interested. <laughs> we need details. We need details. We need details. Well, I like it, you know, all different types of sex. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed, Dale. Don't be shy now. Because sometimes rough is nice. You know, sometimes it is. Especially after a long day, you know, it's like, yeah, let's do that, right? Choke me out, baby. <laughs> Pineapples. <laughs> yes, we learned it's pineapples. Pineapples. Um, but you know, then sometimes you want, you know, you want to be held and coddled and when you love. want to take a long time to give up the vagina. Right. Basically. Yeah. And sometimes you want foreplay and sometimes you want a quickie. I feel yeah. like you gotta figure out what works for you and, and be Okay, so I wanna that. know because and I know this is a little wow. <laughs> but yeah, what? I know a lot of my friends that don't give oral sex. <gasps> Why they do that? I don't know. Do y'all ladies like give oral sex? I don't do it often, but if he wants it, I'll do it. And then, so you have to you ask him if he wants it. Or? No, I don't ask him. I do it when I want to, but I don't feel like he is he more of a pleaser than a receiver. You would say. I mean that ha he I get. <laughs> I mean he's. I'm, um, <laughs> she lost for words. Yeah, Asia. you are better at talking about this than I am. Facts. Asia is I a pro. Say, I would say, 
we rookies. I think it's good for us all to be lubricated. I say if it's up to, he leaves it to me. Whether if that's what I'm feeling like doing, then I do that. But it's not like a necessity. A yes, it's not a requirement. It's if I feel like doing it. Terika, is it a requirement in your relationship? It's not a requirement, but I enjoy it because I like kind of being in control. Like I like yeah, kind of you dominatrix. I mean, I'm a Scorpio. I mean, I like. <laughs> Shut up, Kia. <laughs> but my husband's more of a pleaser. Like he wants to like climax, and I'd be like, "Hey, calm down. That's enough." Like you know. But you know, that's that's a lot. <laughs> Sorry, the vodka. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your kids go. They just don't have them. Don't let them watch the show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Nope. Okay, so we we talking about kids now. So do we talk to our kids about sex and how how in depth do we go with our kids? In oh, sex? I talk to my daughter all the time. Me too. I feel like it's so important. But she, I mean, she has friends and she has older friends that are in the gym, you know, that are sexually active. So I'm like, you know, I don't know what their her so older girls are telling So at what age did you guys? Because y'all kids are older than ours. I started talking to my kids about sex at eleven. Well, Jordan was actually introduced to porn in fourth grade. That's why I feel like it's important for you to start teaching them early. I don't know if you remember the porn doctor that was at PAO. Yeah, I do. He wrote this book, um, and he said that you really start introducing your kids to sex at around seven years old. That way you can kind of introduce the biblical form and what it's for and kind of tell them this is for love. And, you know, mommy and daddy, we make love, and this is the way we express our love to each other so that they don't see pornography and other methods of sex and then be traumatized for it because sex to young kids is traumatizing. Yeah. It's painful, it's hurtful and stuff. So that's why, you know, they suggest that we introduce sex to kids at an age. So they say, you know, yeah, you know, this is the way daddy loves on mommy or mommy loves on daddy. I think that I, I overdid it with my kids talking to them about sex because like, I don't like my kids to go over other kids' house. I really don't. Um, I just know a lot of, you know, kids are molested when they go to other people's houses. It's a lot that goes on. So I talk to my kids straight up. If you go over somebody's house and a daddy or a mommy or somebody wants to touch your vagina or pulls out their penis, you bite it, you kick it. I know I'm so, I'm so detailed and so graphic. And they're like, mom, Please. So my daughter, she's 16 now, so she asked to go over her friend's house, and I'm like, is her dad going to be there? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do if he tries to ask you to touch his penis? She's like, mommy, I already know. You want me to kick him? You want me to bite him? You want me? I'm like, yes. I'm like, I just want you to know that don't, it's a no. If you're uncomfortable in a situation, say no. Say stop. Like, I feel like we must talk to our kids because if we don't talk to our kids about sex, they're going to learn about it from a friend who's going to tell them some crazy information. Just like I tell my kids some crazy information. Maybe you don't want your kids, you know, if somebody is trying to do something rough to kick them or bite them. But I want my kids to fight for their... For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe. And your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, I'm Ruben. My band and I have a new song. I'm also a tow truck driver. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I get to go home at the end of the day and see my bandmates. When you see flashing lights, remember they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down.
Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Lives. Yeah. Well, I think it's important, too. Like, I think our generation was like, oh, give Papa a hug or give Papa a kiss or, you know, come sit on my lap. You know what I mean? Like, I tell my kids, like, you don't have to sit on nobody's lap. You ain't got to kiss that you man. You don't got to give him a hug. You ain't got to give him a hug. Yeah. You don't have to do any of those things because... You know, that's how, you know, things happened back then. And I'm like, mm -mm. she ain't hugging you. She ain't sitting on your lap. You ain't about the, you know, no yeah. horsey rides. None of that. Like, mm -mm. all that's done. It's, it's interesting because I was so, and this is, a, I was molested when I was 10 by a family member. And so, for, but I also hit puberty at 10. Um... And so for to understand kind of sex at that age, you have to understand kind of what's going on with your body and all these other things. So if you don't have the proper conversations and don't have the teachings, when something like that happens, then you'd have no reference point. How did you internalize that as a, as a child? For me, it was extremely difficult. Did you have anyone to talk to? For, I didn't say anything for two years. Um, and then I ended up speaking out about it to a guidance counselor at my middle school. Um, because at the time, I didn't understand that it, I knew it was wrong, but I didn't understand the ramifications of it. Um, I didn't understand how much, I didn't understand the confidentiality of a guidance counselor. And so when I told her what happened, um, the, they had to call the police. They had to call my mother. They had to call my family members, including the people who molested me. Um, and so the person, but he was married. So they had to call her wife, um, his wife. And so when that happened, I did not understand. This was when I was 12. I didn't understand kind of what was happening at the time. Um, and so after that, you had to go through the process. So there's police officers taking me out of middle school and taking me to, you know, child protective services. Um, my mom had no idea. So my mom, devastated, completely devastated, um, because she's like, how did I not know a single mother? You know, she's working, I'm home. There was a family member who was supposed to be helping and taking care of us and everything else, and it turns out it wasn't happening. Um, so moving forward, um, once that happened and you had to go through kind of like the system and the, the process, it wasn't, it wasn't that I kind of swallowed it. 
I kind of worked through it in my own way and talking with my mother. Um, and then that's how I ended up in psychology because I wanted to kind of understand why people do the things that they do, what makes people um, tick, why was I able to build strength from that and gain strength from that and not go the complete opposite way because I very easily could have went the opposite way and I chose to go a different way. So what is this going to make you do to, to your kids and how are you going to teach your kids? So for me, I te they know automatically. Like I've been talking to them about it since they were about, I want to say like three or four since they went to school. And it was like, who's allowed to touch you? Who's allowed to touch you when mommy's in the room? Um, and so it... I spoke to them in a manner that they could understand at the age group that they were at. I haven't gotten to the point now of talking about sex, but they know that nobody can touch them, not even a doctor, unless I'm in the room and I say it's okay. They know certain things that they can comprehend, um, but I haven't gotten to the sex talk yet with them. It's coming. As you said, fourth grade, yeah. you know? Well, by sixth grade, you know, you have to already sign off on health, you know? Yeah. I mean, my daughter came home sixth grade, like, Mom, can you get an STD from, you know, dry humping? And I'm like, who told you that? She's like, oh, my sixth grade health teacher. So they're going to start introducing your kids to all this stuff anyway. So for me, it was more so... I need to be the one to give you the information as opposed to somebody else giving it to you because I'm going to tell you what's real, what's true, and somebody else is going to tell you what they think about that situation. Well, it's just like, you know, how they say you shouldn't send your kids to school, like, with no knowledge, like, with no ABCs, with no one, two, three. So I feel like it's the same thing. Like, when they go to school and they start health, that shouldn't be the first time that they learn about sex, and it shouldn't be the first time they learn about their bodies and you know, the reproductive system and how it all works. Correct, yeah. So I think, yeah. like. But how you're teaching the babies, like I started teaching my little ones that too, and I find myself watching them teaching their dogs. Like, I Jador was like, don't, you don't let nobody touch you over JJ. And I'm just like, good girl. Like, she's telling her dogs, like, you know, don't touch me. And I'm like, okay. And you know what's, what, what I have to talk to my kids about because they're older? We talk about drugs. Mm -hmm. We talk about my... At one point, my husband was like, this is way too early to talk to our kids about drugs. And I'm like, no, it's no, not. No, they're vaping in sixth grade. Yeah. They were going through the middle school checking the lockers for, like, you know, drugs. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Jordan's like, yeah, mom, kids come to school smelling like weed and everything. I'm like, oh, Lord. So, yeah, you got to teach them about everything now because it's just a different world absolutely well i mean and you guys have older kids too like i'm i am new to this i don't even i this is i'm i don't even know how to even i know how i think it's gonna go in my head but how i think it's gonna go in reality are two different things you know but kids have to be so much aware now than we were like yeah. you know you know social media absolutely yes. like you know you know if a kid made a mistake a girl had made a mistake and had sex it wasn't public. It was quiet. You know, maybe a few people knew and you can keep it on a low. But now social media, kids have phones. They're filming it. This is this is there to ruin their lives forever. So now I got to talk to my kids like, hey, listen, if you decide to have sex, uh, make sure you don't let nobody film it. Like, please. I mean, just wow. lyrics, though. Percocet. Percocet, you know what Not I mean? Like, what is, you know, I mean, your kids are Googling lyrics. Like, it's just in everything, so. And don't think that they don't, they don't know. They know everything. Oh, they know everything. They thing. know everything. It's so many friends that I have, and they, they're in denial about what their kids know. And I'm like, uh, your kids are way smarter than what you think. They know, oh, yeah. they know more than what we, 
Well, Especially if they have a phone. If, they, if your child has a phone, expect them to know more than what you think they know. And you cannot take away your, your child's phone and expect them not to be on the internet. They can your ask TVs, Siri. There's so many ways for kids to get on the internet now. And it's they just... don't even have to Google. They can ask Siri. Yeah. You know, Siri will tell them anything. <laughs> My daughter asked me to ask Siri how to get to the park the other day. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't even talk to Siri. <laughs> no, but that's so true. You know, it's it's unbelievable the type of things that people have to go through right now like uh, the next generation i couldn't even imagine growing up with all of this access and social media and you know everything out there for everybody to see all the time in your life it's not even fair for them though like you know if you think about it our childhood and what we were able to experience and mistakes we were able to make quietly quietly (laughs) Not publicly. Yeah, you know, and the fact that it could possibly follow them. Forever. And and, and it's just not fair, you know, and I I hate that they have to grow up in a situation where they have to, you know, deal with that moving forward. And you have to be so careful. They can't even make mistakes because that's a part of learning and growing up is... Everybody's filming their mistakes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. learning lessons is, you know, what not to do and what your friends do and what not to do. You know, it's just, it's not even fair. I hate that that's the situation we're in. So we have to, like you said, guard them and make sure that they know what's up, you know? Talk to them about everything. And teach facts. Yes, absolutely. I think hiding, not hiding, but sheltering is doing an injustice. Absolutely. The more, what's the the saying? The more you know, the more you grow. (laughs) You know, you just have to be open and honest. You know, It's, it's one thing about just, you know, telling all your business. I don't think that's appropriate. But um, you can be authentic and vulnerable and still be extremely private, you know, and be able to kind of teach your kids the things that they needed. I mean, to, you and know, that's what's going to help you when it becomes that time for you, because you're going to want to tell them, be honest and raw with them, because they're going to relate to that and they're going to know that you're being, you know, that, okay, mom knows, you know what I mean? Kids yeah, know when you're being honest and when you're making up little dumbass lies, yes. like, you know, right. fairy tale stories. And so they know, they're like, okay, that's not true. I know there's no you're stork. <laughs> I know there's no stork that drops babies so out of I the sky. So we've been talking about this in the house. So Jordan is a junior. And I said to my friend, I was like, I'm going to have her have a drink before she goes to school. You know, when she's like 18. So I want to know what are you guys' thoughts on that? Would you give your child an alcoholic beverage before they went away to college? Because to me, I feel as if she's going to try it. And I'd rather her know what it tastes like, know what it's going to make her feel like before she's around, you know, her peers and then she doesn't know what it feels like. Well, my kids are a long way off from that. So I can just kind of think about what I would do in that situation. I, and I guess it depends on the type of relationship you want to have, you know, with your child. I want to be like, you know, I'm a parent now, but my thought is I want to grow into a friend and someone that you talk to and tell everything to and you confide in. So at some point within that time, I would want to have a drink. You know, yeah. with my child. I remember my grandfather giving me a little bit of his beer. beer. Yeah. <laughs> when I was like 12 and just, you know, you know, you like it? No, I don't. All right. <laughs> you know, but just having that relationship where you feel comfortable to say, yeah. you know, whatever you think or however you feel about something. And, you know, to even have that connection where if someone's like, here, try this. It's like, hey, mommy, he asked me to try this. You know, what, right. what do you think? Exactly. 
But I, I think parenting now is changing in such a way that... I would absolutely want my kids to yeah. try and experiment with me than some exactly. random person That's with some true. random absolutely. stuff. It's know? not like, you know... I mean, I think back of me being in college and, you know, me, you know, going to the liquor store before I was old enough to drink and drinking at parties and mixing all kind of alcohol, being sick and everything. I think I'd rather teach my kid, you know, okay, this is going to make you sick. You know, you can't mix this and that. Like, don't do this. Don't sit your drink down. You know, just the knowledge of that, because regardless of me telling her not to do it or what not to do, she's going to be influenced in that environment mm-hmm. to an extent. And then, you know, once you tell your kids, don't do something, don't do something, they go and want to do it That's more. how I feel about kids with sex. Like, you cannot tell a kid not to have sex. It's just, it's a natural thing. Yeah. Sex is natural. Yeah, but there's no need to tell them not to have sex. But a lot of parents do. They want to, you know, like, oh, you can't have sex. They're, they're coming from the fear angle. Absolutely. And I don't think it's the fear. I think it's the reverence. Like, you should want to, if you're going to have sex, you need to be with someone that someone you love. Someone that you love. That, that you see a future you. with, that respects you. You should have a reverence for sex. Of what it is. And knows what comes what along happens. with sex. Right. 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 I think my kids know. Like, oh, baby's coming. We don't want to watch these baby. (laughs) I saw Asia's eyes pop up, and I was like, oh, okay, food's here. (laughs) So pretty much what we have today, we have a little little twist on the uh, chicken. We got chicken and waffles. Got a little surprise on the inside. So we got like a confetti waffle, how we did it. A confetti waffle? In a confetti way. So we got fruity pebbles on the inside for y'all with some uh, maple sriracha uh, bechamel sauce on the bottom. Very and what was your inspiration for this, especially for the surprise on the inside? So mainly, um, I love cereal. Like I grew up like, I, I'll keep it 100 with you. I be in the kitchen cooking all day, making crazy stuff. I love going home making a uh, bowl of ramen noodles and a bowl of cereal. Yeah. And I'll be good. Okay, with your cereal, do you put your cereal in the bowl first and then add your milk? Or do you add your milk and then your cereal? You got to add your cereal. Well, if you put your milk first and then add your cereal. So- well, it takes the sugar off. What? Especially with Frosted Flakes. I don't eat cereal, so I don't know. So you really put your milk in your Only bowl? Only in Frosted Flakes. What? Because I don't like it to pour the sugar off I have never heard that. You might You could just put sugar on top of it after you pour the milk. No. Sugar on top of the cereal after you pour the milk. You got to try it. I've heard that, yes. But the milk in the bowl first, Terrica? With the Frosted Flakes. You got to try it. I eat Frosted Flakes with no milk. I don't like milk. I don't like milk either. We're here. I don't know where these psychopaths are with their... Give me some French toast, pancakes, something fat I want for breakfast. Okay, okay. Chicken and waffles. Yes! (laughs) So I got a question. I always got a question. I'm sorry. That's fine. Okay. Um, You have children, right? You have a son. I have one son, yeah. You have a son. (laughs) How old is he? Five. Five years old. Uh Do you talk to him about sex? Or... His eyes was like, really? He just the baby. Or, but this is this is what we're talking about. So you know, people are and children are introduced to sex Mm -hmm. at a very very early age, and so what we're talking about is trying to get ahead of it before it becomes the world teaching your children about sex and about kind of like the pros and the cons of it. So if you don't talk to him about sex because he's five, at what age do you plan to talk to him? Um, so one thing I like to do with my son is I like to read him. I don't like to force him in any particular direction and whatnot. 
So when I see he starts having that interest in women, like really like, hey, you know, they catch his attention. Like, hey, hey, buddy, come on, let me talk to you real quick. You know, and just I'll, I will slowly introduce it to him. But I, on a on a child's level, because I don't want a, him to be like, oh, OK, what is daddy talking about? Let me go look it up. And next thing I know, he going down, you know, a snowball effect of trying to find out what sex is. And it might not be positive about what he finds. Well, what if he was introduced to it by somebody else? Do you feel like then you need to talk to him about it? Definitely. Like, what if an older cousin? Definitely, definitely. Because at five, you know, oh, daddy, you're going to have another baby? Well, or how do you And that's have the thing I'm baby? dealing with right now. He's, he keeps asking for a sister right now. And I told him, um, I plan to do have more children. Uh, once I'm married, I want to be married first before I have my next kids. Okay, so, so let's talk about that then. So you could talk to him. Did you talk to him about wanting to be married first so he understands what it means to have another child? Uh, um, or what it so I'm trying to get him first to understand what a sister is because right now he thinks his cousin is his sister. <laughs> so like, I'm trying to get to that point first. And then now I'm not going to lie. These are some good questions. I, I haven't really thought about it to ask my son yet, honestly. I mean, I mean most people, I don't know if most people would or wouldn't, to be honest. I mean, I Definitely. know it's something that's, I think about mm-hmm. um, for uh, for reasons that I mentioned and for other reasons, but I think it is important to even. I'm terrified to have the actual conversations definitely, with the kids. Definitely. You know, although I know it's something that I need to do, I don't know that I'm prepared to do it. Understood. You know, but do you feel a different connection with your? I don't want to say. For lack of better words, between your son and your and your daughter. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but connection with what? Like just in terms of like how you interact with them. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Like my children, they're twins. As if I haven't said that enough. Um, they're extreme. Thanks, babe. They're extremely different. Uh-huh. Extremely different. Different personalities. And to be quite honest, <laughs> I think one is a, like my husband, and one is me. Yeah, Ziggy, Ziggy knows. Ziggy is in tune. Ziggy is. Who do you think she resembles more? Not in appearance, but like in behavior. And in... Ziggy is a grown up. Uh huh. She is just like. Mm-hmm. She knows yes. what's up. So Zip, my my baby, I love her to death. She is Brandon. Like his nickname used to be Tasmanian Devil because he would just like, I don't know, but he would just tear stuff up, like. My baby girl's room looks like a hurricane hit after I cleaned it. Uh-huh. Like within five minutes. My That's just me. She creative. Correct. Correct. My son, everything's organized, categorized, mm. organized, clean. Everything's put up. They're completely different, and I love them equally, and for very, very different reasons. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so I definitely have a different connection. With both of them, and and then my Zoe, I don't even. <laughs> y'all, I'm gonna eat. Y'all can talk about the the connection between you kids. Is it different? Anybody? Yeah, we be connecting. <laughs> <laughs> we do. This is bomb, yo. This chicken thank is bomb. You, thank it's, you. Thank you. Thank you. Quiet. I all I hear is smacking. I'm trying to eat the food. I gotta. No. What's this little white sauce? So that's gonna be it's gonna be made out of condensed milk, sriracha, maple syrup, mm. and uh, heavy cream. I gotta try that. Yeah, something, something a little different. So you made the sauce? Yes, ma'am. I love condensed milk. Mm-hmm. I use it as my coffee creamer. Any questions for us? So you got time? Because I remember the last question I used to say you didn't have time. It was more Did or we less. Did we have time? 
What are you talking about? Only so, fans only? Yeah. What 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 what's what's no. you got? Me personally, I was thinking about starting one. For, cook, for cooking though, oh, for cooking, okay. like I'm gonna have on my apron. I'm gonna be doing my chicken and waffles, and you gonna have on clothes under the apron. We'll see. So we'll you can make like sensual meals. There we go. There, see, we here. No, I'm saying it could be doing something different. It don't gotta be like you got an OnlyFans. I don't. You do? Do you think I do? Do I give off vibes that I would have one? I mean, you sexy, so you could. Really? Maybe I'll start you should. You should probably just post you your, your Savage Finney. Yes. Yes, I absolutely. You would feel sexy. I might have yeah. to tell him. We might have to start something. I don't know. I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with it. Y'all done thrown that out a lot tonight. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think that for the people who are using that as kind of like porn <laughs> or people who are using it to supplement income and not be out in the workforce doing other things that may um, generate income and excite them, I think that, that could, that's problematic. But for people who are wanting to showcase their talents and other things and like weird- Some people's talents is just being sexy. Yeah. Some yeah. people's ta- <laughs> yes. There's some people that say talent. And if people want to pay for that- They're making big money. Correct. But what is, so here's the question is, what is that doing? Because I can pay for a sexy. I'm not mad at it though. It's I a whole nother stream of income. There's people out there make making. No, they're making bread. But what what I'm saying is like, what does that do for, like? It builds their bank account. There's <laughs> stacks, stacks, stacks. That's what it's doing. Builds their bank account. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What is it doing for what? No, I mean like, what is it doing for like? Humanity, nothing. No, not humanity. <laughs> for. An understanding for self-esteem, for an understanding of like identity and self. I mean, what legacy are you leaving behind for your kids or your family? No, but not even that, because it could just be. They're making millions of dollars. It could just be fun. So it doesn't have to be like, there doesn't have to be some hypothetical, really profound reason for it. But it's like, you need to, what happened to working your way up, what happened to... Times are changing. Ex- right. We are in a whole And so the dedication and the hard work and all the things that you look for and the characteristics, like part of that is missing in certain things. And I think it a part of that's missing there to some, maybe not all, but to some. I haven't looked into it. I haven't paid attention to it or looked at it. So I don't really have that strong of an opinion on it. I just yeah. wonder. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's not easy, first of all. I think OnlyFans is hard because I feel well, Instagram is hard. Just posting on Instagram for an endorsement is hard. Like being a creator nowadays is not just posting a picture. Like yeah, they are hard. really like getting top photographers. They're like really taking like whole vision boards and like really doing it. So I underestimated. It's a job for them. Yeah. More more so than just like let me just throw some shit up there, some naked pictures up there and make some money. Cause they like, I can go to any girl naked page. What you doing? And let me want to see this. Really like putting their time and effort into it. And I think you should do a post of Phil videotaping you or doing the pictures for your savage shoot, and people want to see it. Mm. Because you're doing that for free. Mm. And I'm telling you, your sexy sales. Like I'd be like. Oh my God. Yeah. I have to talk to Phil because I don't know. He's, you know, he's a brick. Because y'all are sexy person. together. <laughs> like, y'all are cute. <laughs> y'all are cute edit together. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, that wasn't sexy. That that was... Thank you, yeah. thank you. Appreciate I'll, that. I don't know what they're talking about. They're all right. Y'all only fans, Mitch. Right. That's right. the thing, though. Like, people eating. 
It is like people pay for that. It's a whole lady that do it on Instagram. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing. Where they be slurping on the crab legs and stuff. Right. Like whenever I post my son eating, people love that. I'm like, that's some weird shit, yo. They love that. People like weird stuff for sure. Oh. Asia, I almost forgot. So you had gifts for all of us today, right? Oh wait, let me present it differently. My black owned business that I'd like to highlight is my bestie, Original Guides. Um, so I have gifts for you all, and they are shirts, crystals, mm. and sage. So you can, you know, clear out your, yes, good vibes. All that bad energy, Ooh, we gotta right sage it out. Original Guides, Original look guides. her up on Instagram. Is this, who's is this? Um, no, it doesn't matter. I think, no, that's yours, yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ashley. <laughs> they gave me vodka. Original guys. You have crystals, t-shirts, and sage. Um, and, you know, the spiritual shit really works. It really does. Spiritual <laughs> It really does. You know, get your crystals. Um, you have rose quartz in your bag, and that's good for love energy. Keeping the love around you, and I, I always kind of keep crystals. Nothing in my for purse. sex. Yeah. Uh, the love, the, the rose quartz is for sex. The rose quartz bring, brings the love. Closer. And you keep crystals because of what? You keep the crystals because just like blocking any negative energy out. I want everything to come to me that's meant for me. So I just keep it in my purse. You know, I have different crystals for different. I got a crystal for my work bag, a crystal for my going out bag, just, you know, protection. Oh, I want to see mine. I, ooh, I think it's always good. Oh, this is so nice. Thanks, Asia. You're welcome. Yes. I appreciate it. I hope you guys have a good time with it and uh, sage your homes, especially after, you know, you got a visitor that they don't feel right. Just go ahead, sage through, you know. I swear the line was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress, he should have known right there. He walked over like, you the shorty, I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job, you need to get clocked in. She next level, eyes full of pride, she won't settle. No breaks, so she hit the road, foot to the pedal. No days off, I mean, that's often offensive. She like the ball, like the park with the fences. Yeah, so her lifestyle get awfully expensive. She might dismiss it, but Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.